Welcome back to our podcast series entitled Friend of the Father, where together we open up God's Word and seek to develop a deeper and more meaningful relationship with Him. If you'd like any more information about who we are and our times of worship, please visit traderspointchurch.org. With that said, please grab your Bibles and join along in our study today. Hello and welcome back to our podcast series entitled Friend of the Father. Thank you for joining us today. Uh, if you've missed any of our past episodes, we'd love for you to take a, a moment to go back and listen to some of those. Uh, we've been spending some time over the past several weeks talking about topics and talking about ways and practices in which we can deepen our relationship with God and have the type of relationship that he created us to have with him. We're going to continue in that vein today. As we move into a little bit of a different section in our study, uh, we're going to talk about spending time with the Father's family and how important that is in our relationship to God, or in our relationship with God. And specifically today, we're going to talk about who we spend our time with and how we choose our friends. And I think Jeremy, one of the things that I was thinking about in preparation for this is a lot of times this is a topic we talk to our children about. <laughs> right. You know, you talk to your kids about making good friends and the the impact and the influences that they can be in your life. And certainly there's uh, obvious value and importance to that and talking to our children about this topic. But honestly, the more I studied it, the more I think it's it's just as important, perhaps even more important for us as adults to talk about as well. Because just because we are now grown doesn't mean that the people around us stop having impacts and influences on us. In fact, they could potentially have even greater influence on us as adults than they did as children. And so we as adults need to think seriously about who we're spending our time with and who we make friends with, who we allow into our lives, and who we're going to allow to have influences on us. So that's kind of the direction of the conversation that we're going to take uh, today. And so one of the things I thought we could start with is just the importance and the, the value of having those influences in our lives, but also on the flip side of that, the detriment that people can be in our lives. And just speaking to how important it is to recognize the influence that we can have in each other's lives. Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, the important part, you know, place to start is, you know, that recognition that the people we choose to surround ourselves with will have influence mm-hmm. upon us. I mean, that is an absolute. Or that is, you may mention, we talk to our kids about it, you know, all the time. I, I do. My kids are a little bit older than yours. But, you know, we, you know, I remember talking to them, and you, you're, you make a couple of points. Number one, listen, the people that you're going to be around, those people are going to have an influence on you. So what kind of influence are you wanting to have, something mm-hmm. good and helpful or something bad and, and hindering? And so, you know, we'll talk about that. And then the second thing that I always talk to them about, but I need to remind myself, is it is a choice I get to make. Yeah, I mean, that's right. You know, the people I spend right. time with and the friends I have, it, it, those are my choices. I, ch- I choose that. I have all the power, all the power on who my friends are. E- even the people who may desperately, I mean, I don't think there's a big long line of these, but, you know, that desperately want to be my friend, if I don't want to be their friend, yeah. We're not going to be friends because right. you, you, we've talked a lot about that with our relationship with God. Mm-hmm. You've got to have both sides. As bad as God wants to have a great relationship with me, I'm not going to have a great relationship with him if I don't reciprocate that. Right. And the way that we choose our friends is the exact same way. And so now it, it, understanding that it is my choice. And so now I'm really starting to think, is this the kind of person that's going to help mm-hmm. ultimately 
in the most important relationship, that relationship with God, is, is it going to be? And so, in essence, we're going to certainly get into it, I'm sure, but now I'm really starting because my relationship with God is so important in my life, I'm looking to surround myself that they also think their relationship with God mm-hmm. is important. Yep. So if I'm having a, a relationship with someone who thinks their relationship with God is important, that's only going to help. Right. But we've got to be, and you know, this was a word we seem to use last, you know, last episode a lot, intentional. Mm-hmm. When we were talking about meditation, that it has yeah. to be something intentional. Yep. This is exactly the same thing. It has to be intentional in the choices that I make about friends. And why is that important? Well, you've made mention because that's who we spend our time with. That's right. Well, I, I began thinking about some things in my life that are important to me. And obviously at the top of that list is my spiritual life, the relationship that I have with God that we've been talking about uh, for the past several weeks. That That is of utmost important importance to me. Uh, it also on that list of things that are important to me, obviously, obviously the relationship that I have with my family, but even outside of the relationships that I have with others, things that are important to me. I, w- I want to be challenged to grow intellectually and mentally. I want to be challenged physically. I want to. I want to be. I want to grow in these different areas. And I think when we sit down and we determine what our priorities are and what our values are, then we're going to be better able to identify whether the individual that I'm talking to and spending time around is is aligned with me in those values. Right. Are they the type of individual that's going to challenge me to grow spiritually, or are they the type of individual that's going to challenge me to be more like the world? Are they going to challenge me intellectually, or is it going to be a boring conversation of a lot of things that I'm not interested in? Are they going to challenge me physically, or are they? We 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 place values on different aspects of our lives, and then we have to look at the people that we surround ourselves with and say, are these people the types of people that are going to help me grow in these areas or not? And, and that really should be a governor for how we approach. Uh, the friends that we have and the acquaintances that we have and who we're spending our time around, we need to make sure that our values align. And and ultimately, at the end of the day, hopefully, I I think probably a lot of the people that we're talking to have similar values in regards to our spiritual growth and our relationship that we have with God. And as such, we're going to be drawn to each other in that way because we share that value. And, And so we need to look for people who have similar goals and similar values in their life and we're going to have an opportunity then to challenge one another. It's going to be the iron sharpening iron type of situation where we can grow together, challenge each other, and together reach the goals that we have set for ourselves. Yeah, you know, a lot of times I think when we're, we're talking about a, a topic such as this, you know, we'll, we'll often make reference, and rightly so, to a passage like 1 Corinthians chapter 15, you know, there in mm-hmm. verse 33, you know, where, you know, Paul makes the point, you know, evil company corrupts good morals, right? And, and you know, again, it's a point we often want to make to our kids, right? we got to be careful. we got to be careful. We don't want to surround ourselves with evil people that's going to have an influence on us. But sometimes we forget that the flip side of that, even though it's not stated here, mm-hmm. but the flip side of that is also true, that, you know, it's not about evil company corrupting good morals, but good company can enhance morality, can mm-hmm. enhance goodness and righteousness, you know, it, it's the exact same thing. It's certainly opposite said, but it's the yeah. exact same, you know, kind of idea. And, and I think a lot of ways that's where, you know, we need to be. One passage that I ran across and kind of looking into this is in Proverbs. You know, it's 
feels like we spent a lot of time in the book of Psalms mm-hmm. in the last episode and probably, you know, Proverbs for this. But in Proverbs chapter 12 and verse 26, Proverbs chapter 12 and verse 26, I use a New King James Version. I know you do as well. But the beginning of that verse is the righteous should choose his friend's carefully, Mm -hmm. for the way of the wicked leads them astray. And I really like the rendering of that because it's exactly where we are. And now you have the wisdom that the righteous should choose his friends carefully. It's not, you know, the evil person needs to be careful so they don't become more evil. Mm -hmm. But the point is making here is the righteous. The righteous need to choose carefully. We're going to surround ourselves with people. I mean, we're not being hermits. We're not living you know, under a rock all by ourselves. We've got to surround ourselves with people, but we've got to choose carefully. And I really like the rendering of that verse. Yeah, I do too. And that can't be overstated just how important that is, the careful nature that, that we take with this topic. Another verse in Proverbs that stood out to me was in uh, Proverbs chapter 27 and verse 9, ointment and perfume delight the heart, and the sweetness of a man's friend gives delight by hearty counsel. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was really interesting because I think in that, in that passage, we just see the value of friendship in the hearty counsel, or the, the phrase that the uh, Proverbs uses there. The value of friendship is seen in the way that we challenge one another and the advice we give one another and the listening ear that we are to one another. That's where the value of friendship is. And so as such, to your point that the Proverbs writer made there in chapter 12, is be careful who you choose to place into that role because they're going to be someone who provides counsel to you. Whether you want to admit it or not, the people that you spend time around are going to provide you counsel. Now, what type of counsel are they going to provide you? That's the important question, and that's why you have to be so careful with who you allow yourself to spend time around because that counsel can take on a variety of, of, of different attributes. It can be a counsel that's going to lead you closer to God. It can be counsel that's going to make you more like the world, like you brought up there in 1 Corinthians chapter 15. It can take you either direction, but, but don't be so blinded to the fact that it's going to take you somewhere. The people that you spend time around are going to influence you one way or the other. And so make sure that it's the picture that we get here in chapter 27 and verse 9 and not the one that you see there in 1 Corinthians chapter 15. You have to make sure that these are people who are going to provide you wise counsel and are going to lead you closer to God. Yeah, I mean, you know, sometimes, you know, the danger can become is, you know, we we surround ourselves with, with people that are just, you know, telling us, you know, what we want to hear all the right. time, right? They're, they're not interested in in making us better. They're not interested in helping. Or they're not interested in helping us at all. They're just interested in patting us on the back. They're interested in making us feel good all the time. Even when we, we need to be uh, criticized maybe by something, we need to be straightened out. We need to yep. be made better. That's a big part of, you know, having these close friends. I mean, even there in that same uh, chapter that you made reference to in Proverbs chapter 27, you have in verse 6, faithful are the wounds of a friend, but the kisses of an enemy are deceitful, right? We love those kisses, and certainly <laughs> right. kisses can come from a friend, you know, the same, but, yeah. you know, it, it is those it is those wounds. It is that help. It is that y- you can be better. You need to be better, and, and I'll help you be better kind of friend that is is where is what we need to surround ourselves with, and sometimes it can be a challenge because boy, we like the kisses, we like yeah. the the you're doing greats when we're even when we're not doing great, 
But we've got to be able to surround ourselves and make choices with someone who really cares about where we are, right? They really care about our relationship with God, number one, and that they're ultimately going to help us. You made the point. The people that we surround ourselves with, we've talked a lot about our relationship with God. That's what this whole podcast is going to be about. The people that we surround ourselves with, there isn't one neutral person, right. not one, not one neutral person. They are either they're helping in your relationship with God, or they are hindering your relationship. Yeah. There is no neutral friends. There isn't a one. So who am I going to choose? I'm hopefully choosing 100%. Mm-hmm. That's 100% of people who are helping my relationship with God. I don't have room for 1%. Mm-hmm. I don't have room for one friend who's hindering my relationship. Even if I've got a hundred who are helping, I don't have room for one who's hindering. And that ultimately has got to be where we get to. It's choosing carefully. Yeah, you're right. And And that's where I think it's important to distinguish between loving everyone and friendship. Mm-hmm. And and we can love those certainly we're we're called to love even our enemies. We can love those who aren't going to provide that type of direction and that type of counsel in our lives that would pull us closer to the world. We can still love them, but there has to be a distinction between that relationship and the friendship relationship that we would have with those that we're going to allow to have that type of an influence in our lives. And that's where, to your point, we have to be able to set up appropriate boundaries around those who would pull us away from God. Now, we can still reach out to them and love them and care for them and help them, but there are healthy boundaries that we set up to make sure that only those inside those boundaries, the only ones in there, are going to be taking us closer to God. And that's where this conversation can get tricky at times is because we have to be able to identify that in people. And sometimes you can get a wolf in sheep's clothing type of scenario where perhaps you, someone who you thought would be drawing you and helping you get closer to God ends up doing just the opposite. Well, it's important in those moments to have difficult conversations and make hard decisions and put up the boundaries that you need to put up to make sure that you protect yourself from those influences. And so this is an ongoing process throughout our lives. We're going to have people in our lives where we're going to realize they're pulling me in the wrong direction. And so we're going to have to make some changes. We're going to have to course correct. We're going to have to set up some boundaries where maybe there weren't any before. And so those are difficult things that we have to do. But when we look into Scripture and we see how important, how important these friends are and the amount of influence they have in our lives, it's worth having the hard discussions and it's worth making the difficult decisions because I, we cannot afford to be pulled closer to the world. In James 4 and verse 4, it tells us friendship with the world is enmity with God. Yeah. And back up to the beginning of that verse, he even uses that strong language to to indicate if this is who you're going to be, a friend of the world, he considers you an adulterer in the eyes of God. And that is that's as strong a language as you can get when you're talking about someone. That's how important this is. We cannot we cannot find ourselves in a situation where we look around and we realize the people in our lives, the people influencing us are making us more like the world because in the eyes of God, we are adulterers in the relationship between him and us. 
Yeah, I mean, sometimes we've got to be willing to follow our own advice, right? We've, you know, we've referenced, you know, some of the conversations we have with our children about, you know, the choices they make and the people that they, you know, choose to spend their time with and and to be around. And, you know, as a parent and, and probably, you know, I know you're the same and, and all of the parents that are listening, you know, we're, we're, we're watching closely, right, mm-hmm. on the, the the kids that our our kids are spending time with, and yep. we're having conversations, and and I, you know I guess I can solely speak for myself. You could certainly speak for yourself, but you know if there was ever a, an instance where one of my kids was surrounding himself w- with someone that was detrimental or was the, causing harm or was was a problem, it wouldn't have taken me very long yeah. to n- not just give the advice but <laughs> strongly yeah. advise. Yeah. This is not a person we're going to spend any time That's with right. anymore. We're 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 cutting them off. We're not going to spend time with them any longer. And so sometimes we're very quick to give that advice, and it's the right advice. Mm-hmm. But we've got to be willing to listen to that ourselves, right? We've got <laughs> right. to be willing to yeah. examine the people that we've chosen yep. to to spend our time with, mm-hmm. to surround ourselves with. And it may be that uh, there needs to be someone cut off. There needs mm-hmm. to be someone set aside. There needs to be someone that is inside that circle that's set outside that circle. Not that we love them any less or that we care for them any less, but inside this circle is a very careful, as we've just mm-hmm. talked about, a very carefully chosen group right. inside the circle. Yep. And if you're not fitting that criteria, you're outside of that circle. And we, we advise our kids that all the time. And we've got to be willing to do that. It can be a hard examination to find, but if, sometimes an even harder conversation and a follow-through than even to have. Yeah, and, the, and then the other side of that coin is we need to be intentional about finding the people who will have a positive influence in our relationship with God and bringing them in. And make sure that we're we're seeking out those types of relationships. And certainly, you know, sometimes, most of the time, most likely, if you're going to have close friends, you're going to have things in common with them outside of just your spiritual walk. Uh, but find people who share the same values as you and invite them over, get to know them, spend time with them. Be purposeful about that relationship. You know, similar to what we talked about last week in regards to the conversation of meditation, this isn't something that just happens. Right. You're not you're not just gonna wake up one day and you know, a friend's gonna knock on the door and say, Hey, I want to be your friend. I'm gonna help you get to heaven. That, that's not the way this works. And so we have to be intentional about it. We have to surround ourselves with a church family, and we have to surround our, ourselves with people who are of similar age and have similar interests as we do. Who, who love God and want to grow together. And that is how we begin to build these types of relationships. You can't build a friendship with someone that is, if you're out on an island all by yourself, you have to be around people. Like you said at the beginning of this, this podcast, you have to be around people and you have to be intentional about making these types of relationships. And that's something that, you know, personally, I, I tend to be a bit of an introvert. That's not something that comes all that naturally to me. And I've been very thankful over the last 13 years that I'm married to a woman who is very extroverted. And that comes much more naturally to her. And she has helped me in that regard. And so even that is an instance where I rely on her sometimes in those situations. And so she's helping me make the types of friends that are going to help me grow in my relationship with God. And so we have to lean on one another and help each other cultivate these types of healthy relationships. Yeah, and we have to realize, you know, an understanding of what's the most important thing to us, right? You know, what are criteria 
for bringing people into that circle really is. You know, sometimes if our only criteria is worldly things, that's yeah. normally how, you know, the world and right. culture chooses friends, right? Mm-hmm. We, we like the same ball team. We, we went to the same college. We work together. Uh, our kids are in school together. You know, the, it's, those, those bonds are very worldly, yep. uh, very this world. And, you know, if that's our criteria, those are the kinds of relationships that we're ultimately going to have. But if our criteria is those that love God, those mm-hmm. that are uh, valuing their relationship with God. Now, you know, now chances are within that group, we have other things in common, as right. you, made, you made mention of. But if that isn't on the list... What's my relationship with God really like, right? Am, mm-hmm. am I valuing that relationship if it isn't even making you know the criteria for me choosing my friends? Yeah. Well, if I value it, mostly it's going to be the most of what enhances my choice, right? Yeah. Of what dr- is driving that choice. And now you you open yourself up. I mean, that's it's happened to me, and I'm certainly sure it's happened to you. You find yourself bringing a friend into your circle that initially you never thought you'd be friends with this person. Yeah, yeah But because absolutely. you share this relationship with God, it, it, it's make all, it makes all the difference. Yeah. And it's just, it's a beautiful thing to see, really, because that's the way God had set it up, right? That is his plan. It is the way he has it. He wants his people to be together, not to jump too far ahead. But I mean, in our next episode, we're going to talk at length about that, the importance of worshiping and being together. Well, that's God's design. Mm -hmm. He wants us to surround ourselves with people who are like-minded, who are valuing him, because he knows we need that. Just like we need prayer, just like we need study, just like we need meditation. All of those things enhance our relationship with God and surrounding ourselves with people who value that relationship also enhances our relationship with them. Yeah, and then the more serious that we get about our relationship with God and being the kind of person that he wants us to be, the the more serious that we get about that, what we're going to find is it becomes a lot more difficult to be friends with the world. Right, that's right. Because we just don't have anything in common. And, and so that's actually a good gauge that we can use. You know, how easy is it for you to go and just spend lots of time with people who don't care anything about God, who, who aren't serious about a relationship with God in any way, shape, or form? If that's an easy environment for you to feel comfortable in, that's probably an indication that you're not taking seriously enough your relationship with God. And the closer you draw yourself to God— naturally, the further you're going to draw yourself out of the world. And that, I, I was looking in Second Corinthians chapter 6, I think that's kind of the picture that he gets, is, is painting for us there in verse 14, when he says, do not be unequally yoked together with unbelievers, for what fellowship has righteousness with lawlessness? We're going to look up one day and realize if I have, if I've been serious about my relationship with God, I'm just not really going to have that many friends in the world. Because we no. just don't have anything in common. Our, our, our values and our interests are just polar opposites of one another. And that should actually be encouraging to us. The more we feel that, the more different we feel from the world should be an encouragement to us because that tells me I'm getting closer and closer to God. And, and the, the more and more alike we feel with the world should be discouraging to us and hopefully a wake-up call to us 
because that means I'm looking more and more like the world and less and less like God. And so use that as a gauge in your life. Look at your friends. Look at the people you spend time with and ask yourself, what does that say about me and my relationship with God? Is this a picture of someone who is dedicated to be more like God? Is this a picture of someone who's trying to kind of ride the fence, so to speak? Or is this a picture of someone who is simply living in the world? Where are you in that spectrum? And hopefully all of us are the type of people who are going to be seeking to draw closer and closer to God. You know, it should be pretty easy um, if we're honest about it. But, I mean, you bring up an, an incredible point. I mean, it, it is if we're able to honestly look, and we should be able to, to, to look at our closest of friends, mm-hmm. it, it is an easy priority check for ourselves, an yeah. easy one, right? Well, what do these people have in common? And what these people have in common, my closest of friends, that's where my priority is. And, and maybe that is something in the world that I've surrounded myself with, you know, like-minded people because we work together mm-hmm. or like-minded people because we enjoy the same hobby or all of these closest of friends or people I grew up with or, mm-hmm. you know, whatever the case may be, or my closest of friends are high valuers of their relationship with God. Well, it is an easy way to prioritize if I'm able to look at all of the my closest of friends, yep. what their priorities are is a great indicator of what my priorities are. And it's an important thing to do, not a difficult thing to see. No. If we're honest about it, if we can just look at it, it's not, that's not a, we're not digging deep here. This is a, <laughs> this is an easy. Sometimes yeah. self-examination other you know is difficult to dig in there. Mm-hmm. This isn't one of those things. This should yeah. be something you can do very quickly yep. and very easily. And I think it's important that all of us take a moment to do that. Yeah, I agree. I think that's a good place to stop because I think that really paints the picture of how serious we need to be taking this topic. And and again, as we, we began the conversation, obviously this is something we talk to our children a lot. Hopefully, maybe we've given you something to think about today that can apply to us as adults as well, because this is a topic that for however long we have on this earth, we're going to have to continue to think about this and deal with the relationships that God has for us to enjoy in this life. So uh, hopefully this has given you something to think about. We appreciate you taking the time to, to join us today. Uh, we'll pick up next week with episode 13 as we continue to think and to study more about our relationship with God.